The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, folks? Uh, it's Look. been it was a long weekend full of wrestling because um, AEW decided they wanted to run five hour pay per view. So you know, I fell asleep and just woke up watching the rest of you know what I need to watch. Well, you know. Tony Khan is very ambitious with his uh, with his cards, and everybody's got to have at least twenty minutes to get their classic in. So uh, yeah, calls for a long Sunday night. Luckily, uh, most of the country didn't have to go to work on Monday morning, so they could either sleep. I mean, that's probably why he did it. He probably why he probably figured, you know, hey, it's a holiday weekend, so I can, you know, I can, I can, I can splurge on this because you ain't got to go to work. Mm-hmm. But on the other note, WWE has a nice weekend of premium live events <laughs> for, for the for the viewers. Well, Saturday will be in your house, and Sunday will be hell in a cell. Yes, uh, we're getting a double double dose of WWE this weekend. Um, like you said, first off, NXT 2.0 in your house Saturday. So use the hashtag NXT cast or excuse me. Well, it's not a takeover. So yes, NXT cast, uh, to show. No, no, no. You will come up with an NXT, a new one because we don't have takeover anymore. It'd be like, um, See, that hashtag department is harder than you think, sir. No, it's not. You just got to think about it. That's, like, that's why like we... House, like, um, that's, that's why we recycle them. Because it's easier. What did you use for previous NXT in your house ones? Uh, let me do a quick Twitter search, and I'll let you know. Uh, but also, on Sunday, we're going to have... Um, Hell in a cell. So, cast in a cell will be the hashtag. Cast in a cell. <laughs> That'll be your hashtag for this uh, this weekend on Sunday night for Hell in a Cell. And then next month, July second, is everybody's favorite hashtag that we use for money in the bank. Money cast holes. Money cast holes. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody's favorite. 
Uh, hey, yeah, cast wait. takeover for the uh, the NXT in your house. Just so two be... things about two things about WWE, real quick. Yes, sir. Uh, first thing they put in the, they put they 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 big they raised the font on the um cause subject to change. <laughs> uh, they gave that and fans know that that's that's real. <laughs> Like you probably thought, they like, oh, you just say cause something to change. Like, no, it's real. Because our car has been something to change. And we're going to call them a call bullshit on the WWE because, um, I'm going to call bullshit on WWE. Um, but, um, and the second thing is, you know, you can't hold, you know, uh, um, you can't fill up a stadium in Vegas on, on, like, on, um, Fourth of July weekend, and you have to move to a smaller venue. Yeah, that was a, a lot of Allegiant, egg on the Allegiant, face. Allegiant Stadium to the MGM Grand Arena. Yeah, the intimate confines, as they have swerved after, as they have spun it uh, over the last it's couple of days. Sounds like the NXT, NXT Black and Gold. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so definitely big egg on their face, thinking that they could push money in the bank as kind of the Sith big pay per view worthy of a stadium. They tried, they tried but they failed because it's labor. Um, yeah, it's the wrong location, probably more than anything. Right. Over July weekend, and then it's just like and it's Vegas. Plus also, plus also, I think UFC is running the show that same night too. Right, and it's Vegas. Yeah. Like you could have did it any place else in the world, Vince, but And I still don't like the fact that they're 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 running money in the bank on the second. It's gonna be a Saturday. Saturday, uh July second, day after my birthday. And then they're gonna run So seven... basically all they're saying hit up um CSPN.us, click on the link, um, go to Amazon, get some stuff. So you can support his birthday shenanigans. Yes, thank you. And, and then they're going to um, turn around and then on like the 31st or the 30th have SummerSlam. What the fuck are y'all doing? What are y'all doing in August? Wait, wait. So they have having... So they, they doing a double shot in July? Yes, sir. Why? Because they are ridiculous right now. Like, why are y'all doing a double shot in July? Well, I guess because... I guess because in September they go into the to the <laughs> castle thing, right? Yeah, it's like that's just oh they 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 be being so ass back with the company. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ass back. Yeah, uh, SummerSlam will be July thirtieth, Nashville, Tennessee. Same weekend as Ric Flair's last match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Starcast and all that is going to be uh, uh, that weekend too. But I mean, he's doing uh, he's doing he some kind of documentary with WWE where uh, they're airing unaired footage of him. So he's, I guess, he's back in good graces with WWE for the time being. <laughs> yeah, right. For the time being. That's what I said. For the time being. So he gets mad and say he wants to be out of his contract again. <laughs> so yeah, so man, um, I just don't. Yeah, I hate when they do the 
two pay-per-views in one month type thing because, I mean, shit. It doesn't really work that well. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, it's just too much too much for them. To, they, the booking and writing is already suspect when they got weeks and weeks and weeks to build up to a pay-per-view. But this time they got a real quick turnaround, so... But we'll see once we get there. We'll talk about this week's pay-per-view, though. Hell in a Cell. Uh, all the matches that we have listed are currently from the Raw side of things. So we're expecting, or at least I'm expecting, a couple of matches from the SmackDown side. But maybe not. Maybe it's just an all-Raw card. Uh, but what we have so far listed, United States Championship matchup. Theory taking on Mustafa Ali in Mustafa Ali's hometown of Chicago. Um I mean, the way they've been booking them, I don't see Mustafa Ali winning this match. But you know, I don't he, know. If he did, hometown boy prevailing, very unlikely in WWE, but there's a possibility. Um, we're gonna have Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley, uh, Judgment Day taking on AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Uh, that should has the potential to be a very exciting match, even though we've almost seen it on Raw you know, a few times in different iterations, uh, mixed tag matches. Uh, in a match that could probably, uh, for entertainment value, be very uh, high up in the rankings, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Yes, that's probably, I'll say probably one of the best storylines. Um, one of the best storylines for right now for them. I thought this was going to be inside the cell but apparently it's not oh, no, no. Uh, so we got a handicap match Bobby Lashley versus Amos and oh, you're talking, about, you're talking about Bobby Lashley yeah 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 Kevin Owens no, Kevin Owens. no 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 no, no yeah this would but yeah this this could be in itself but you've seen what what almost did in the last in the case in the surprise of a cage right you do Lashley outside and lost the match Raw Women's Championship matchup. The champion, Bianca Belair, defending against Asuka and Becky Lynch in a triple threat matchup. Yeah, I didn't think they was going to add Becky to this match. Come on now. It's the WWE. When did they not? No, but, I mean, I'm just saying because they said it was saving, Be- they saved Becky and Asuka for, I mean, Becky and Bianca for like, you know, SummerSlam or the pay-per-view over which name. But I didn't think we put in a triple threat. Oh, so they're going to eventually have a third matchup? At a big mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. I think WWE to infuse this roster <laughs> with some people. We won't talk about that too. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins in our Hell in a Cell matchup. That is our slated main event so far. Yeah, so, because all the big stars are taking off of the money in the bank poster. Sorry, Chicago. The tribal chief will not be uh, <laughs> gracing your presence uh, this particular month. So. <laughs> Y'all thought you was gonna get the tribal chief, and he said, I, I, I. "I don't think Vegas gonna get him either, though. Maybe they get Riddle versus Roman at Vegas. Maybe. What you think? Or maybe Riddle isn't money in the bank because he can't win the tag team titles." You never know. Well, we got to get to this Riddle Roman match somehow. They'll find a way to get to it. 
All right. They might be showing up on different shows, so they'll find a way to get to it. Uh, tell me what you're interested in on this card uh, of the six matches that we have listed so far, and uh, as Mo said, in big bold letters, card subject to change. Um, so if only um, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel, Seth and Cody Bree, and I mean Bianca and the triple threat for the Raw Women's title has my eye as well. But it's nothing really. That's that's about it. I mean, I guess the low expectations means it might be a, a more de- a more decent show. Right, right. Um, I have a uh, a question uh, from SmackDown this past Friday. Uh, did we ever find out who that was in the Kiss Cam? No, I I could say I didn't even um peek that because. My um, cable was out over the weekend, and I couldn't. I watched SmackDown Sunday. I forgot all about the Kiss Cam, but y'all, I thought somebody would have had. I mean, yeah, I guess probably just look it up, and you'll see who it is because that's what they do. Yeah, yeah Twitter do. detectives are are always out there, man. They 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 be knowing. Let's see. Let's see what the latest. Has uh, they got all these people that were like by the kiss cam, but they don't actually have the young lady who was on the kiss cam. All right, so that is our preview for Hell in a Cell for Sunday. Um, I'm looking forward to the Hell in a Cell match, Cody and Seth, for sure. Um, the women's matchup, I'm looking forward to the the mixed tag, six-man, six-person tag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That's, that's, that's happening. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we'll see if anything gets added on SmackDown on Friday uh, to add to the card. So we start off Monday Night Raw with Becky Lynch. She hasn't been out here to start things off in a bit, and she knows that people here – glad she has lost everything. Lynch doesn't care what these people think because she collects enemies. We flash back to Money in the Bank 2020 with Asuka winning the briefcase. Then Lynch handed her the Raw Women's title the next day because she had to go become a mother. That made Asuka a selfish monster and here's Asuka to interrupt. She mocks Becky for being a baby and promises to win the title on Sunday. That brings out Bianca Belair, who isn't happy with Asuka kicking her last week and isn't too fond of Becky either. She is sure the title isn't going anywhere, though, and the fight is on with Asuka hip-sacking Becky to the floor, leaving Bianca and Asuka in the ring. Thoughts, questions, concerns? Um... I mean, yeah, you know, they, 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 they set it up for that, you know... I wish this they didn't had to have this match, but like you said, they shouldn't have the rest of the champion being touched, you know, until the night of the show. Kind of like what you said, um, what you said for um, Warlord MJF. Like the, the fans was definitely hot for for that because MJF didn't touch him, and they didn't have no interactions. Mm-hmm. No going forward towards the match and the fans was just like just stark raving ready for that match so it's like 
WWE, they have the champion and the challenger fight with so many different combinations of matches. And it's like, do we have to see this? Because like, you're going to put the pay-per-view to, to get the, to blow it off. And it's like, you don't need to see them wrestle or touch each other. Don't have them have no interactions. Just, you know, just push it forward and then have them just wrestle with the pay-per-view and then we get, we get a better feel for the match. Again, this is where you have everybody shouldn't be considered superstars. This is where we need jobbers and people who are just designed to help our top stars get wins and be able to wrestle matches and build up their resume without having to beat and face the opponent that they're going to have the big match with uh, at the end of the month. But they don't see the value in that anymore. They don't think it can make for entertaining TV because they're in this mind state of, oh, well, people won't tune in unless we have superstars versus superstars. And they're definitely underestimating the the um, mileage they can get out of having less interactions between the characters before they get to the big match. So we have Asuka versus Bianca Belair. A quick knee gives Asuka a two count, but the Asuka lock is countered. Asuka tries a burl up, which is quickly stacked up by Bianca Belair to give her the pin. After the match, Becky Lynch comes in and lays them both out. She did. This was a good match. This is uh, this makes me want to see Asuka versus Binky one-on-one. Mm-hmm. They had really good chemistry together. Um... I think that the only thing that needs to happen a little bit more, though, is uh, Bianca is, a, you can tell at some point, she's willingly going into the next thing. So when Oscar grabs her arm, she's like already like lifting it up for her. She needs to make her work for it. You know what I mean? The thing that like Sasha Banks does and Bailey does is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can get it. But you got to work for it, though. It's going to be a little struggle. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just going let you have it. Yeah, let you have it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You go for it. I'm fight it, you know, but, you know, just to give it a little bit more of that, you know, like I'm not cooperating uh, with you. But other than that, that's the only real glaring thing I saw in this match. Other than that, I really enjoyed it. I I, I like those two uh, women um, facing off. I, I'm kind of done well, with Becky at this point. I, I, she's just in the way for me. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, say if they come back to wrestling, they would like a shot at Bianca. Who? Michelle McCool. Okay. Um, Mysterio's and Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens at Alpha Academy. Uh, Kevin Owens super kicks Gable by mistake and a double six one nine rocks Gable. Ezekiel's spinning suplex gets the pin on Chad Gable. After the match, Kevin Owens is ticked off and he wrecks the announcer's table as the Alpha Academy isn't pleased. A very good six-man tag team match here. Lots of action. Um, You know, the Mysterios. Um, Have we get to that part yet? Which part? Have we wrecked the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Oh, you going into it or what? No, I already talked about it. Okay, well, go ahead. 
Well, I mean, you know, he isn't pissed. He, he gets ticked off and he just, you know, starts throwing shit all over there. Announcer's table. Okay. And then go on. I, I, what else? I, I don't have. I, oh, he made the challenge. He made the challenge to um, as if you were at. Um, oh, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Made the match, made the match, made the match. Yes, sir. I'm like, you going? Go get that part where he challenges him to the match because Ezekiel's in the crowd. And he was like, you know, he wanted to wrestle him at um, Hell Right. Also, I like the segment between him and Sam, Kevin and Sammy on Friday on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, where he was telling them that he wasn't in the bloodline. Yeah, he was like, he said, you come back with me to Raw. <laughs> <laughs> He said he should come back to me raw. He was like, wait, but I'm a locker room leader. And he first he was all like, you know, Ezekiel and Elias, same person. And he hugged him. And next thing you know, he was like, you know what? They're not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these two are just gold. That, that was a great second on SmackDown. Oh, man. MJF went shooting, huh? Came out shooting tonight, huh? He did. He, 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 so he will shoot in. I see. We'll talk about that. Uh, he so, had the uh, the Jay Z Eddie Griffin pistol grips out, huh? Listen, I'll, we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, so here's Cody for a promo. Cody talks about having the potential to do great things and how his father knew how to see that potential in others. <laughs> said his father told him about the potential in Seth Rollins and then one day Cody was facing Rollins at Wrestlemania that made Cody nervous because he couldn't come back to WWE with the loss Cody didn't lose there and he didn't lose at Wrestlemania backlash now they're going to hell in the cell and Cody is going to be able to lose all of his self-control because Rollins will be locked inside with the man who wants to hurt him Uh, Seth Rollins comes out he comes out through the crowd he says he doesn't like Cody. He says all he hears in his sleeps are the Cody chants, and he can't stand it any longer. Six years ago, Cody left WWE and found some friends who wanted to tear down everything he built. Cody is back, but he doesn't get to tear down Rollins' kingdom. You don't get to take a sledgehammer to his throne and then try to take it from him. On Sunday, Rollins is going to end him, and we can wake up from this American nightmare. Cody asks, what is stopping him from coming after Seth right now? Rollins seems to have reality set in on him, and Cody takes the jacket off. Rollins comes to the barricade, but turns away, only to have Cody come um, over derailing himself. They fight back to the ringside with Cody and driving him through the barricade. Referees and agents break it up, but they keep fighting. Then the referees break it up, but they keep fighting. They're finally split apart and kept apart, and the fans were totally digging it. So real quick, yes, sir. Now, did you see this? Yeah, I did see this. What do you got? Now, did you see who was among the agents? Um, Hurricane Hems. He was out there. He was out there. Um, Jamie Noble. I don't think I saw him, but. Who was, in the, who was in the blue suit? The first person that came out there. Blue suit? Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of suit they had on. He was like the first agent on the scene. Was Jeff Jarrett out there? 
I don't know if Jeff Jarrett running house shows. Oh, okay. He, he's like he's like running house shows. He's gonna be running the house shows. Executive director of live events or some shit, right? Yeah. So but, basically, uh, he got Arn Anderson old job. Pretty much. But Curtis Axel was out there amongst the agents. I do what? <laughs> nah, I missed this. I have to pull this up on Twitter. When I saw it, and I was like, "No, it's like Curtis Axel," and he was trending by the by the um by after that segment, he started trending on Twitter because it's an agent. Hmm, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I we thought the space talk. We do the space talk about it. it. Was like, yeah, you don't have the charisma that your, your daddy has, but <laughs> you know this wrestling thing. So we can have you back here working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad that he's um. I'm glad that he he's he's found a a, a way to get back in the company and be a part of it um you know whichever way you can you know start yeah, you live. a lot of get money being working backstage and if you parlay it just right you can uh you know you can do that job for a long time yeah I yeah but um, yeah so the whole when he when, when Seth said, you know, you left the WWE, you know, and for six years, you and your little friends try to tear down what I built. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. you're doing this tonight. And then he said, and then he said, he said you don't, and then, you know, you come back, the prodigal son comes home, and so you don't come back and you try to you try to destroy the throne and try to take it back from me. Something he said, and I was like, oh, he's definitely. <laughs> He's definitely um, calling out. I said, I said, Vincent was definitely watching AEW. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got Dewdrop versus Alexa Bliss. Dewdrop runs her over but misses the Vader bomb, allowing Alexa Bliss to head up top. She takes out Nikki Ash and hits the Twisted Bliss for the pin. Nothing to see here, folks. We don't know what they're doing with Alexa Bliss. <laughs> And do drop and Nikki Ash have their direction as well. Uh, last week, MVP beat Bobby Lashley and made the Lashley versus almost match a handicap match on Sunday. Now it's time for Miz TV. This is the part where I'm afraid I'm going to lose you every week during this segment. No, 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 no. You got me this week. Miz plugs the season premiere of Miz TV next week, but here are the Street Profits to interrupt. They talk about Hell in a Cell on Sunday and hype up the card, but realize they need to ask Miz about the show. Miz is ready to answer, but they tell him it doesn't matter what he thinks. Miz puts his hands up, and they mock him uh, you know, by <laughs> taking the saying away. When his hand goes up, that means your mouth goes shut. Then the yes. 24-7 contenders come running in the ring, and the Street Profits get involved as well. It turns into a multi-person brawl until Tamina hits a Samoan drop, on Dana Brooke to win the title. Tamina picks Akira Tozawa up and kisses him only to get taken down in a backslide by Tozawa to get pinned. And now Tozawa is your new 24-7 champion. Yeah, a lot of people um, out here for this match. Yeah, your boy T-Bar. 
Yep. Apollo Cruz, R Truce, Dana, Tamina, Kira Tazawa. Miz got the hell up out of there. He wasn't nowhere to be it's seen. Like once once everything started out. breaking down. Uh so uh uh, the- uh theory, not theory. Um T Bar comes in and gives uh uh Kira's hour like a huge like choke slam power bomb thing or whatever. And while he's celebrating or whatever, Montez Ford just super kicks him. Bow, nonchalantly. He goes back and sits down on the chair and starts watching everything else that's going on. Then Power Cruise comes in, they keep doing something, and then Angelo Dawkins takes him out. I'm just like, look at the street profits. <laughs> uh, Mustafa Ali versus Chompa. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Um, a note for next week Maurice will be on Monday Night Raw. Oh, it's in Baltimore? At the farms? No, they're not. They ain't coming back to Baltimore for a minute because they, um, we, we've, um, they bought the, um, remodeled the arena. Mm. Instead of them just, um, finding some land and building a new one, they about to remodel that one. Kevin Durant um, invested in it. So that's what's up. So how are you gonna be on Monday Night Raw? Where are you going? If I can't go to DC, I just won't go. Oh, okay. All right. That's what's up. But hopefully you'll be in the building in your they customary. They've been doing, um, doing shows at um, cause with AEW. Um, when AEW came down, they went to the uh, the Chesapeake um, in shorts. Shores Arena. That's where my over by my alma mater for my um, undergrad there arena over there. So I don't know if WWE's gonna book any shows there. They probably won't, but I won't be seeing them back here. Because the last time they came here was that house show uh, at the end of late last year. The one that Tony Storm skipped out of the, the, the X-Mar release. Mm. So Mustafa Ali versus Ciampa. Theory is on commentary. If Ali wins, he gets a title shot. Ali with the kick to the face. Sends Ciampa to the outside. There's a suicide dive with Ali almost going head first into the announcer's table. Ali goes up top. Theory pulls him off the ropes for the DQ. After the match, Theory lays out Ali and says, we'll do the title match right now. This is so dumb. Makes no logical sense. Why would you go attack Ali when you should attack Ciampa so Ali loses and Ciampa wins and you don't have to defend the title? That's smart. What type of nefarious heel shit is Austin Theory really trying to pull off here? Well, Theory says, hey, that match was in the future. Well, let's go ahead and have it now. So Theory versus Mustafa Ali for the United States title. Ali goes up top, but he gets crotched, setting up the A-Town down, and Theory retains his title. Then, as Theory is celebrating, Adam Pearce comes out and tells him that, hey, Vince McMahon saw the match, and even though he liked the initiative that uh, Theory took, he'd rather see Mustafa Ali and Theory one-on-one in a fair fight, so they're going to run it back at Hell in a Cell for the title. Yep. <sighs> Good luck making me think Mustafa Ali got a chance after y'all just 
pulverized him in the dust. <laughs> Usos versus Nakamura and Riddle. Non-title, but a contender, a champion's contenders match. Kinshasa to Jay, Jimmy makes the save. Riddle hits the snap power slams. The hanging DDT plants Jay, but Jimmy hits Riddle with the scooter in front of the ref for another disqualification. Post-match, Nakamura breaks up the double superfly splash. Riddle then hits the super RKO on Jimmy, and the baby faces stand tall. Uh, what you think about this matchup, sir? Nakamura and uh, Riddle, they look pretty good together, huh? Yeah, that's what I do. Mean. Morgan versus Arir. Oh, excuse me. Mustafa Ali says he's ready for his title match on Sunday. He keeps getting knocked down, but he's going to keep getting back up and win the United States title in his hometown. And then Theory jumps him, knocks him down again, and takes a selfie with the title over Ali. He should have stayed making them five ass videos on Twitter and never came back for this. Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley. Morgan fights up and sends Rhea outside for a high cross body. Damian Priest trips Liv Morgan up. AJ Styles is not having that, so he attacks Priest on the outside. Morgan reverses the riptide into the backstabber. And Liv Morgan finally wins a match on Monday Night Raw as she beats Rhea Ripley. After the match, Damian Priest takes out AJ Styles. Finn Balor then takes him out, allowing Morgan to drop kick Rhea Ripley. And the Bullet Club for, um, for Liv stands tall. <laughs> Bullet Club for Liv. Good to see Finn Balor not hanging out in catering while they was getting beat up this week. Right. Contract signing between Bobby Lashley, Amos, and MVP. They all come to the ring with Adam Pearce in charge. MVP promises to destroy Lashley in the cell and says there is no almighty error without him. This Sunday, though, it ends once and for all. MVP signs and hands the contract to Amos to do the same. Lashley says he never needed MVP, but MVP says he's talking too much, so sign the contract. Contract is signed. And Pierce goes to wrap it up, but MVP says we're not waiting for Sunday. Security comes in, they get they get cleared out, and then here comes Cedric Alexander to come take Bobby Lashley down with a chop block. But that's fine with Lashley, who drops Alexander but gets kicked in the face by Amos. A table is set up in the corner, and Amos loads up the power slam, only to have Lashley slip out and spear him through the table to end the show. I can't believe this was our main event segment for Hell in a Cell. Yes, it was. I mean, you got, and it was like two weeks in a row. The show ended with Lashley, right? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. It seems curious that that would be. Oh, it was like, it's, a, it's a holiday, so it was like, okay, I got um, tough competition, so I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, that just doesn't seem, that seems like a 10 o'clock segment to me, not, you know, the main event segment. But, you know, hey, give almost Bobby and MVP to shine. I'm not mad at it. Put them in a a prominent position there, so. 
Well, that was your Monday Night Raw Go Home Show to Hell in a Cell this Sunday. Again, use the hashtag Cast in a Cell to share your commentary with color with us. Also, join us in our Twitter spaces underneath the same hashtag Cast in the Cell. And then you can express your commentary with color with us over the mics. Uh, we can hear you. So whether it's voice or by text, there's definitely uh, multiple ways to share your commentary with color on Hell in a Cell. So at this particular time, we turn it over to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Meltzer news segment. All right. Um, MJF shot on Tony um, call tonight. Said a lot of things, and he was not too happy. Watch him to fire him. Go back and watch the promo. If you choose, that means it was a good one. Everybody tends to shoot going to a work, but we'll we'll find out when when the smoke clears. But he said some things. He said some. He dropped some. He said shit. He said fucking. Called him a fucking mark. <laughs> okay, come on. He's the money that he should be should be giving that he should be giving him. He's paying every um ex WWE guy. Hmm. That's what he said that. So, go look it up on, on Twitter or have you watch your videos at you'll probably find it. Uh, Tanahashi challenges CM Punk at the Forbidden Door event. Hmm. Okay. Time to turn They were overturned to AEW. Did he beat up Johnny Morrison? I think so. Yeah, there. I saw there was an open, open challenge. Yeah. Um, Andrade and Charlotte um, got married. Saw some nice pictures. Uh, people covered it. People magazine covered. It was a nice little ceremony. Mm-hmm. I think Nia Jax was there. WWE is celebrating John Cena's 20th year anniversary this month in June. Man, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. 20 years since ruthless aggression. He hit Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, Regal said he had wanted to sign uh, Willie Yuta, Ricky Starks, and Daniel Garcia to connect team for the record change. Mm. They all probably be released. <laughs> Um, Dakota Kai will be going as King Kai so far. And what um, promotion? Uh, that's just going, going forward. Okay. King Kai? King Kai. That's kind of weird, but all right. The wrong gender, but. Yeah. Do, you, do your research, sir. Google's free. Yeah, I will. Uh, Max Caster flipped off um, Vince McMahon's. Um, Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Yeah, I saw that. All right, get the end of the WWE, and this will remember. We'll have you, we'll have you either getting squashed or in catering. Max Caster hopes and wishes and dreams and prays he gets signed by WWE. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Dick Atlas was arrested, charged with battery. Yeah, man, I saw that. I saw that. That's rough, especially considering, you know, what the first day of this month is and everything. Right. 
Um, here's your main event card. See if you're going to watch. Um, we got R-Truth taking on T-Bar. Apollo Crews versus Akira Tozawa. What was the first match? R-Truth versus T-Bar. And then the second, Apollo Crews versus Tozawa? Mm-hmm. Um, I might stick around for Apollo Crews versus Tozawa. That could be interesting. Oh, okay. Level up. You got Fallon Henley versus Brooklyn Barlow. Tatum Paxley versus Sloan Jacobs. And Malik Bay and Ibris Anofi versus Dante Chen and Javier Bernal. Uh, what was the first matchup again? Fallon uh, Henley oh. versus Brooklyn Barlow. Okay, I like I like little hardcore country, Fallon Henley. Oh, that's hardcore country. Oh, yeah, that's a little hardcore country. Yeah, yeah, I, I do that. I like level up, man. I like I like some I like a lot of the people that they have on there. A couple weeks ago, you was definitely in that first in that first two matches. Like I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. Oh, real light tonight, huh? Um. Oh yeah, Sasha and Naomi contracts. They don't know if they were really suspended without pay because they can freeze their contracts. But um, you don't know. Mm. If they don't freeze their contracts, their contracts can be up by the summer. Mm. Well, you know, we all know that Sasha could end up in Hollywood tomorrow if she was out of her contract and was able to negotiate and, and do those things. Maybe not so much for Naomi. I worry for her um, just because, you know, she hasn't had the recognition on screen in WWE to elevate her star outside of the wrestling business. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little bit more afraid of what will be out there for her if they were to, you know, get officially fired or released or whatever. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, man. And we were talking about this. Um, I don't know why, because he's done it in so many other circumstances. Once he realized that it, it was going to kind of be an impasse, why didn't he just Vince? This is what I'm saying. Why didn't Vince just be like, okay, we'll see, we'll catch you guys next week and, and and just start fresh. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you guys go home, whatever. Take the week off, come back, refresh, you know, let cooler heads prepare, everybody calm down. And let's look at this again next week from, you know, a different point of view. And I don't think that anybody or any or, or the performers themselves would have had a problem with that. You know, they it would inconvenience them for the night, but overall, it wouldn't have made you know the big difference that it's made now if they took that approach. Also, um, so uh, Lacey Evans was advertised for Raw, but 
And her, she was out at the, at the Charlotte thing, too. Did you remember yeah, her? Yeah, she came into the uh, the media center when we were there on Sunday morning, uh, Sunday afternoon, rather. And, um, you know, just kind of kind of gave us the spiel of uh, what she's been doing on TV, uh, basically talked about, uh, you know, her time as a, in the service because it was Memorial Day weekend, um, talking about, you know, um, dealing with parents um, with mental health issues and kind of soldiers and, and, uh, and having mental health issues and needing, you know, to get help there. Um, you know, she, she had a lot of good energy. I'll definitely tell you that. She definitely uh, was real excited in the uh, press room and, and gave a good command to start the engines at the race as well. So, actually sent a nice overall. Huh? So she's a nice person overall? Uh, I can't judge it on that because she was kind of in character when she was up there a little bit. Uh, she's kind of going in and out a little bit. So, you know, I, I'll tell you this. She's cut. She's very like, yo. I mean, you stand up next to her and you're like, yo, Lacey Evans is okay. Like, you know, she's not small and dainty. Put it that way. But is she packing? Uh, she had on some coveralls or something. You couldn't tell. And they were like, she had the straps down, so she was kind of walking around looking like Gwen Stefani from 97. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Gavin Rosdale version of Gwen Stefani, not the Blake Shelton version we got now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the let me blow your mind era of uh, Gwen Stefani. I know you remember that video. <laughs> Oh, and shout out to you, man, for um, even though it was already like an hour and a half into it, hit me up with that link for that versus last week, man. That thing was fire. Oh yeah, yeah country yeah. rap tunes, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> you was like, man, you like, who, you like, who's who's on that? I was like, oh, it's UGK and um, people on MVD. You like, I didn't link to that. <laughs> yeah, man, I was in here. Grooving, man. I, I didn't even want to. I had the podcast that night. I didn't even want to turn it off to do the podcast. I was like, dang, I'm going to see the end of this. See what else they can yeah, play. Yeah, it was, it was, this, was, this was good. This was a good showing. And, you know. They had they, some good features and stuff, too. Yeah, it was like they went back to the early stuff and then did like the, the update stuff. Especially when Avon MJG was their bad boy stuff. I was like, that was the bad boy South for that little spell. And you had the joints. You don't want drama. <laughs> no, you don't. It was like they had, they was messing with them. No. Like Bad Boy was rocking with them back when Mace first out. Yeah, the play away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Um, but you know, it's it's just a long journey for them, and I'm glad that they got a chance to be on verses so people could really. Um, you know, give them their flowers. I mean, you know, people, you know, based on Big Pimpin' and, and all the success UGK had with Jay-Z and Pimp C, you know, everything like that, you know, people been giving UGK their props, but, I, you know, people haven't been giving 8-Ball and MJG nearly enough of their props, and I'm glad that Versus was able to kind of shine some light on them and let people know that, yeah, man, they got some, they got some, they got some, like, 
down south underground bangers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like and people and we watched it was like this crowd isn't this is the crowd for that show. I said it wasn't uh, right. I was like, they got joints. Y'all should have been like they like they probably would if it had been like an older crowd, that joint would have been set off. Right. Right. It would have been uh it would have been better if it was in like Memphis or Texas. Right. You know? But there, you know, but see, because you know, Atlanta is never really the place you want to go for something like that because the crowd is not really the crowd is there to be seen, not to interact, right? <laughs> you seen this, um, you seen, um, Michael, uh, Stokely Carmichael's, um, Twitter post he did like two hours ago. We cooked uh-huh. old girl. God is good. Talking about the promo with uh, Jade Cargill and the baddies. Oh, no. Yeah, I got to go back and look at it. Kenny Omega ever coming back to wrestling? He was backstage. Okay, well, I guess he's getting closer. <laughs> so he was saying he's still, he said he's, he's feeling better, but he's still out ways to go. Okay, okay. Man, Tanahashi and CM Punk, man, they going they gonna tear it down. They gone. They gonna tear it down. Oh, uh, did Regal give us the blood and guts like he did the War Games? He did. It was. I was like, it's not the same, though, is it? It's not the same. It's not the same, man. That's the same as War Games. <laughs> well, all right, man. At this time in uh, the the night, I'll turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. We'll get out of here. Well, I'm shouting you, Don. Uh, shout out to Jade, Sammy, um, and Monterey Boy. Um, shout out to. Black Marvel, Black Holland, Alyssa, shout out to Jimmy Julep, shout out to Madame Lizette, Miss V, now, um, Nicole, Queen Malmendi, um, shout out to Cami D, and, um, sorry, um, Khaled Wren, you know, anybody who's down with us. Shout out to me, man. This is my final, tonight was my final, um, class for my um, master's program for social work. Woo-hoo! One time celebrate for the man. Yeah. Graduating next week, next Friday. The DMs are open, ladies. Ten of congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so um, definitely excited for that. Um, yeah. So basically, also, you're going to be uh, walking into somebody's office like MJF, right? See. <laughs> Talking about, I need some old paper. You see this right here? This certifies me to put an extra zero or two on the end of this thing. Here. A couple of zeros. A couple of zeros. <laughs> give, me a, give me a couple of zeros, bro. Yeah. Um, Tasha Steele yeah, is a knockout champion? Well, good for her. You ain't, oh yeah, you ain't know that. I don't watch TN. I don't watch TNA, dude. So I, my only deal with her is when she first came to NWA and was like, 
She's tiny, but she got potential, though. Yeah. I think she might be smaller than Red Velvet. She definitely is. But hey, good Red for Velvet. her. All of them, listen, all of them was on the show tonight. You know, Jay had the babies come out. And I was like, I was like, Kiara, I say, problematic, but I still love you, girl. <laughs> mm. Boy, the, she was wearing that white. Uh, she was. Her, her, her red velvet was waiting white. Oof, Lord Jesus. I was like, mm. I was like, let me, let me watch this segment again. <laughs> yeah, man. Always a good time to see. Uh, yeah, she's she's problematic for sure, but you know. Yeah, yeah but shout out to everybody. Um, hope you have a great week. Um, to the prayers and condolences to. Um, people in Texas, New Orleans, um, Oklahoma. They need to get this gun thing under control. Republicans need to be stopped stop on there. And then Republicans is in, in the pocket of the N, of the NRA. And they need to, you know, be like, listen, you know, these shootings need to stop. And we need to, they need to, and it's like people need to vote these people out of office. Do ran up and take Cruz's face when he was at dinner. And told him like those nineteen kids is on get is on your is on your um is on your hands, you know. And Ted Cruz is all like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was trying to say something make it political. I'm like, sir, y'all make the laws. It's gonna be political. But they don't wanna listen. I say you gotta vote these folks out. Roll them out. Vote them out. Go to your that's why we say go to your you know, go to the vote when it's time to vote, go and vote them out. That's what you have to do. You hold the powerful people. I don't realize that y'all think just because you elect them in office every day that you hold the power because they don't do right, you don't have to re-elect them. And y'all just need to realize that. People in Texas, y'all don't have to re-elect Ted Cruz. Have them sit there looking like, you know, Grandpa Monster, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just, it's just sad to say, I mean, this like last week, the shoot in Texas had me so numb. I didn't want to really, really watch wrestling. Last week, I was just like, I was just done. I was just like, that's not happy at all and it was like it's like still hearing about more shoot because i was like come on man yeah man it's just uh it's just uh yeah it's definitely something going on right now i don't know if it's uh to if it's kind of um uh a planned type thing where you know i'm saying it's just kind of going around but yeah, there's definitely something seems to be like uh, in concert with all these shootings lately, man. It doesn't seem as random as it normally does, you know? But yeah, man. Thank you, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me once again here on the broadcast. Uh, thank you to Miss Simi. Thank you to Miss J to the Max. Uh, thank you to uh, everybody who joins us in the hashtags each and every week, the Rawcast uh, hashtags for the live tweet and the Twitter space is greatly appreciated. Black Marvel, uh, Black Howling, Khaled uh, Wren, those guys always holding down the Twitter spaces with Mo to the underscore Reese. Shout out to all the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. Um, you guys know who you are. Thank you all for holding us down the way that you do. Miss Jupiter Julep, we hope to... Uh, have you on the NXT cast so me and you can uh, 
have our own face-to-face Santos Escobar, uh, Tony D'Angelo style uh, next week. So stay tuned for that, folks, as the nemesis may be making her way onto the airwaves uh, next week. Um, shout out to uh, Anwar Starwin. Shout out to Terry's boy. Uh, hopefully they've been watching a lot of the best of the Super Juniors. Um, holding that down over there on the New Japan side, and I'll come in and just swoop in and watch the finals and act like I've caught up, but I probably, but I haven't really. Um, join us this weekend again on Saturday for Cast Takeover for the In Your House live tweet, and then use the hashtag Cast in a Cell for Sunday night's Hell in a Cell broadcast. So for my co-host, Mr. yes, sir. That was the thing, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Not going anywhere.